everybody, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the only Xbox podcast you should be listening to. Jump in and play more. I am Mike Chris Pan alongside Foxy Steve. Dramatic pauses included. We thank you for joining us today as we will be talking about Xbox news. Go figure. Our Call of Duty multiplayer reaction as the single player has already been reviewed. And maybe some other stuff. Because I didn't write anything down. So stick tight as we jump in to the show. And before we do that, of course, by all means, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe to our channel, this video, and more on SFXX Play, where you can get all of your gaming crap from one crappy group of people to another. Be sure to hit the bell notification to stay up to date when we come out with new content. Whenever the fuck that is. <laughs> and if you like listening to shit, well, you pick the perfect place to listen to shit. Just if you just if you want the audio shit, uh, please go to our podcast services around the globe uh, to check us out there. You can do it via Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Cool. So let's jump in the show. <clears throat> Phil Spencer's got a big fucking dick, right? Huge dick. That's why he's smiling so much. Pleases his wife. And that about does it for us here. <laughs> We've had the, they've added the new Phil Spencer's dick update to the Series X. It's now called the Series Dick. The Series S cannot contain it as it does not have enough dick space. Nope. To properly run it. Microsoft has renamed the size from terabytes to teradicks. Terrorizing. And cockflops. Mm-hmm. And those coochie cores. <laughs> so. Steve, what the fuck is this news? You, I don't know. <laughs> the news. I would have started, but I actually don't know the news. I, I know. know. The news is uh, Phil Spencer has said a few things. Um, uh, a few things have come out. Uh, via uh, a podcast that he was on. I can't remember the name of the podcast at this moment. Um, uh, regarding a number of topics, including Call of Duty. He kind of just jumped into it and said, as long as there is a PlayStation, there will be Call of Duty on the system. I think I remember that podcast vaguely because I wasn't looking for information, but I came across it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I think I remember him saying also... Uh, yeah, Call of Duty isn't our main focus as we understand that the mobile aspect of this deal, the merger, is primary, the main primary squeeze, but we are not going to limit our Call of Duty user player base by any means uh, necessary. No, they plan on treating it like they treat Minecraft. Where yeah. It's going to be just everywhere where they can put it. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't think logistically as a Fortune 500 company? I think so that xbox is make a huge deal like that and think let's just take away all the potential money we'll have by removing it from those player bases once you've already established yourself as a multiplayer multi-platform sort of video game series especially something that's as big and blockbustery as call of duty is for those who are not in the know call of duty modern warfare 2 was released and boy howdy it did extremely well I believe it even it outgrossed 
Top Gun Maverick and something else. I think Doctor Strange in like just the media this year on how much it sold. Yeah, this is the best-selling COD in two games. Like so better than Cobor, so better than Vanguard. Mm -hmm. It's uh, quite impressive, <laughs> to say the least. They can you can definitely feel that the people really appreciated uh, 2019, even though several people will say they didn't. But you know, that's the Call of Duty player base. So going into Modern Warfare 2, it definitely seemed apparent that this game was going to sell really well, and you'd have to believe that the people at Microsoft, Phil Spencer, Xbox, everybody like that. They were not going to look at those numbers lightly and say, yeah, we're just going to limit that. Yeah, to, you know, Xbox and PC. That'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. um, now, of course, this doesn't include, you know, once this current contract with Sony ends, it doesn't mean that exclusive content may come to Xbox first or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised if they start doing it. Or maybe they just annex the whole exclusive content thing. Who knows? I, hey. I don't think it's necessary in the first place. I mean... To my knowledge, I think place. <laughs> Actually, I think the exclusive content on PlayStation for Modern Warfare 2 was like an exclusive skin, and because the game launched in such a in such a rough shape, because they always do, some people with that PlayStation skin were not visible to other players. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a... I think they patched it, but it was. I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, "This game is ridiculous." Like it was so many things compiling onto one another, and it's just. You'll hear more about that momentarily, but wow. Jeez. Jeez Louise. This um, this uh, acquisition is is taking on so much life, and I am kind of sick of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. I kind of want it to be done and over with. Um, you know, it's a, I mean, granted, it is a large, you know, acquisition that will cause ripples through the industry, so it's kind of hard to not mention it when things happen. I do think it'll get approved since, I mean, it's not... A situation where they will keep the franchise to themselves and anything like that. They don't um, say anything about Overwatch or Diablo not coming to Sony consoles. They don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> they ain't pulling COD numbers with Overwatch and Diablo. No, they're not. Yeah, no, no, that no, what they should be talking about. Candy Crush. Candy Crush is the most important thing apart of all of that mm -hmm. deal. Like having what Zynga and all that, that is that is such a huge Acquisition. That's why they say we Same. don't care. We, we want that part. <laughs> yeah, I got the game fucked up. That's why I look at the wrong thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, that's about it. That's all I... I don't have any more thoughts on it. Nope. Yeah. Um, Phil Spencer also mentioned the uh, fact that they haven't really had... Um, you know, Sony's been putting out a lot of hits on PlayStation, whereas Xbox simply has not been doing it as, as much. Nope. Um, and it's... Uh, Definitely showed up recently in news articles, if I'm correct, that you can really feel it. A lot of people are like, yeah, you know, Xbox Game Pass numbers are not doing great on console. And it's because there's not a whole lot of, to offer. But that's also taking into account that most people on console that want Game Pass already have it. Mm -hmm. Whereas on the flip side, Game Pass on PC is rising. So they're still doing very well with that. And yep. of course, when the introduction of like the family service starts rolling out, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a pretty decent surge of numbers there as well. Yeah, I do expect to see a surge in numbers when the family service kicks in. Um, you know, Game Pass is profitable, but they're just not hitting the profits that they expected to hit with it. Yeah, that coupled with, uh, what was it? I think I remember. It was something I read in passing on Twitter 
that with every Xbox Series X sold, they're losing like $200. Ooh. Something like that. Something along those lines. So people, I, I tell you, I shit you not, the, the system is really powerful. It's really good. The amount of system you get for something this powerful, it's more powerful than a PS5. Like, I cannot underestimate like that the PS5 is a good system. It does really well. The stuff that they do with the SSD is very nice. It's very clean. Mm -hmm. It's also gigantic. It's a gigantic system so using a very out-of-date infrastructure of cooling with a gigantic fan. Whereas the Xbox is, it's, it's a thick boy. It is a very thick boy, but it's a dense thickness. And the copper cooling system that's kind of built into it, that coupled with the power that it has over PlayStation 5, it is a better console. It is leaps and bounds a better console than PS5. It's just it doesn't have the same gaming staying power that the PS5 currently has. Yeah, it doesn't have the software library to back it up. Yeah. Um, and, and that's yeah. where it's falling short currently. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Everything has just kind of been waiting. And we've been waiting and waiting. Um, the last big thing was Halo Infinite. And that ended up just kind of flopping. It shit the bed. Um, you know, there was Forza 5. But that was also forever ago at this point. Like, it's Now it's before Halo Infinite. Yep, it's time for some more big hits, and they're waiting on, apparently Fable, currently, according to Phil Spencer, is looking great. Um, you know, he's been checking with his team. I think he mentioned Perfect Dark, um, which we still haven't seen anything of. Um, of course, Starfield is not dropping until next year. Um, so all the all these big games were just waiting and waiting to hit, uh, and eventually they, they're going to have to. And when they do hit, that's when you'll see Game Pass pick up again, and all that kind of stuff, but man. <laughs> right now it's falling to the wayside and it's not particularly terrible. It's just more or less when you look at the staying power of Game Pass versus like PlayStation Plus, the PlayStation Plus service is wonky at best because it's it's laid out so poorly. It's bizarre, dude. Like it, it does offer a quite a number of games, to be frank, but it is just laid out so incredibly poorly that trying to navigate which service level you should get is confusing, why there can't just be one solid premium price and you get that. Mm -hmm. Like it's they just weird. added Ratchet and Clank, like Deadlocked and I think Up Your Arsenal to it just now when this stuff was there before and they could have put it out when Rift Apart came out, but they waited. <laughs> why, what? Yeah, it's, it's just a weird service. Uh, Game Pass is a lot more easy to get and understand your like mitts around you, you understand it pretty much okay here's your list of games on game pass here's like you can navigate it and set, set it up where it's like here's series s and x compatible here's xbox one here's 360 bet yeah everything it, makes more sense it does and all the franchises you expect to be there are there yeah like from the beginning you know like it's just it's just missing that that one thing and that's new new games new ip I mean, the latest thing that came out for Xbox, a part of Game Pass, was Scorn. And Scorn is already very niche. And then upon release, it didn't do well by a certain group of people because they were kind of fooled. Like myself included, who thought Scorn was going to be kind of like this uh, H.R. Giger, like, shooter of sorts. And it's not. It's more puzzly, more mist-like has a very little action in it and the action in it is bad so it's more of a world piece kind of adventure game and not an action game which is 
fine, but it's kind of just deceiving because of the the trailers leading up to it. You believe it to be one thing when it's actually another. Yeah. And yeah, Scorn was like only on PC and Xbox, but it's not going to pull in big numbers. It's not a AAA franchise. And I know that you have to build upon your brand to get some AAA franchises, but it also feels like at times Xbox has yet to want to do that. They're supporting their indie scene a lot, which is fine. Yeah, it's like Plague Tale. Uh, Requiem just came out. Uh, visually, uh, it looks incredible. Um, but it isn't their smaller title. It's not a AAA. I think Plague Tale is also on PlayStation. I don't fully remember. The only place I know of it is PC. And I know I just saw it on Xbox, so there you go. Yeah, they this it came to Game Pass Day One. I believe they own that at this point. Okay, but either way, it's like those are cool, but you don't have any primarily bit decent uh, sized Xbox studio working on a game for you that you can start building a franchise around. There's a reason why like games such as like Returnal are new games, but they still do very well. It's because the studio that was there. They made the Resogun game. They made Super Stardust HD. Now they made this bigger game that's following the same kind of formula but different, and it is under the studio. It's only the uh, Sony tutelage. Mm -hmm. And you still have your God of Wars, your Ratchet and Clank, your Gran Turismo, Spider Man, like. your Spider Man. It's like you have all these games that are out there by Sony, and Xbox is kind of falling behind because when they were trying to get everything working for originally Xbox, it was cool. And I, I stand by this. A lot of those original properties on original Xbox could have transitioned to Xbox 360 well, if done correctly, but they didn't, so it ain't. So, and then when the, the stuff that did hit on 360, they pounded it into the fucking ground. Mm -hmm. Like Gears of War, phenomenal franchise. Don't get me wrong, I think the quality is definitely there. But we have had five numbered Gears of War games, mm -hmm. two tactics games, a pop figure Gears of War game, which I completely forgot about until I remember that it came out. I think it's only on mobile. I don't count it. Uh, it's just so and much. <laughs> and Judgment. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the spinoff. So, yeah. yeah, and it's like, damn. That game was butchered into the ground. It wasn't paced well. Hell, I just found out recently. You know Halo 2 was supposed to be the last one? Really? The ending part where he's like, yeah, we're going to deliver it. It was a completely different ending. And then Microsoft was like, hey, don't do that. We want you to make another one. Because we want to keep... We don't have to have a trilogy for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, which paid off. It paid off. It paid off. But, but then, then you had four or five. And then you did. Infinite. Reach. Yeah. Halo Wars. Halo Wars 2. Halo Spartan Assault. Halo Spartan Assault 2. You, they take their properties and they butcher... Well, they don't butcher them. But they just smash it and cram it down people's throats. And on 360 alone... On 360 alone, there was Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo Reach, Halo Wars. That's four different Halo games on one system. Not to mention ODST. ODST, I'm putting under three. Halo 3. And, you know, they don't they don't focus enough on building new IP to start things off with. And they did on original Xbox, and then they just gave up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's what they really have to do now. Or, or revive old IP, which is what Perfect Dark is supposed to be. Um, but I really, we just haven't seen what that looks like yet. I really believe that they, they could go back to that well of original Xbox titles. I'm going to start throwing some names at you. And I know you're going to critique me the moment I start throwing them. Because you're like, ugh. Grab by the ghoulies, right? It's not a good game. It's not a good game. But I think Rare has done very well 
with uh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah. And I think if they took that concept and made it like, what is the name of that game? Oh, I can't remember. It's some, it's some sort of paranormal ghost game that's usually like four players and it's all first person and it's Phasmophobia. Oh, phasmophobia, yeah. If they made something that was like a childish friendly Phasmophobia in a grab by ghoulie setting where everybody kind of has to fight like ghosts and skeletons, but you all have like Resident Evil Outbreak kind of like aesthetics where everybody can do a certain thing, but they can't do everything. Mm -hmm. It fits kind of like the Sea of Thieves, like mantra. Everybody gets to be like a supernatural hunter, but it's different. That could pay off. It could be completely interesting. It could be child friendly. Cool. Blinks the cat. Blinks the time sweeper. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's got potential. They came out with two games. The first one had potential. Second one improved on it, but it just didn't sell well. Those games, I don't even know what that studio is doing anymore. I'm pretty sure yeah. they're uh, gone. Well, here's the thing, right? When they acquire Activision, they're going to have access to like seven studios that have only been making Call of Duty. Yeah. Who, who have made other games, like Toys for Bob. Working on Crash Bandicoot. They Choice can for make Bob could else. totally do like a new Blinks yeah. Time. Yeah, High Moon Studios, Raven, like all these studios made other games. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I, I literally look at those IPs and I'm like, these are, they have some stuff. There's, like I said, uh, Grab by the Ghoulies already, right? Child friendly could work. Blinks the Time Sweeper, child friendly could work, especially with time mechanics. I think a lot of people are really into that, especially after watch playing uh, Rift Apart. Mm. Ratchet and Clank did it exceptionally well then you still have like the rare catalog of like banjo and killer instinct phil spencer before we mentioned it before phil spencer has heard the the pleas of a new killer instinct he says they will look into it as best they can but nothing on the table right now but he hears everybody and that they know they want a killer instinct but then you have stuff like fusion frenzy which is kind of niche but imagine fusion frenzy being like a $20 Game Pass game or something like that. Crossplay with PC, put it on Steam as well, and everybody's got crossplay for it. And it's a games with service like party game. It comes with several party games, but it procedurally gets more party games all throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes complete sense. You can pay for skins or whatever to battle pass and stuff. Makes complete sense. Easy money. Kung Fu Chaos. Probably just don't do that. <laughs> That game was racist on top of racist. <laughs> Let's make it like an old old kung fu film where it's like mini games, but it's fighting. It's bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's just not good anymore. Tao Feng, keep it in the back, right? Shitty game, no need to come back. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> but like Otogi had a sequel. Otogi and Otogi 2. Those are action games where it's like the action was so devastating because you were playing like as gods and they were destroying like buildings and shit. Completely original, nobody else really did it, and they never brought it back. Phantom Dust, the game that was supposed to come back and they canceled it, could yeah. totally work. Yeah, I still don't know the story behind Phantom Dust. And... A, a free to play multiplayer game based around like magics and like a deck building system? Easy, fucking easy, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Well, <laughs> the good news is that a lot of the reasons, a lot of the stuff hasn't come out yet was due to COVID. And according to Phil Spencer, uh, everything that had to do with COVID is now kind of in the review in terms of their production schedules and stuff. So now they're back on schedule. 2023 should shape up to look pretty good going into the future. It has to. It has to. 
they, they, they gotta start putting stuff out. Uh, Their system is doing well, but there's a reason why so many people were looking for PlayStation 5s more because Sony was promising games. Yeah, it's it's more, and they're coming out on time. Like God of War is coming out on time, which I had every, all my money was in the pool of a game delayed. And I and, wasn't, I was like, oh, come on on time. Yeah, and, and it isn't, like, holy shit. So, uh, and it's, you know, getting, and already in the game of the year conversation. Um, so it's like, you know, I mean, I said, I'm playing next week. I'm not playing an Xbox game next week. Because <laughs> there is one coming out. Well, neither am I, but that's because I'm playing on PC. Oh, that's so true. That's I'm playing Call of Duty next week. Because I'm playing Call of Duty this week. That's fair. And, yep, that's what it is. a lot of Call of Duty. It's been a lot of Call of Duty we've been playing. The grind for camos. The so, grind for camos. So, uh, I guess if the, I don't think there's any other further news, I we rolled it all into one. We did. So let's jump into Call of Duty. Let's let's talk about it. Call of Duty multiplayer. So the multiplayer did release on time to a bevy of <sighs> woos, boos, cheers, and jeers. I'm jeering a lot. Because, for one, we're playing on the systems that make it the most difficult for us to experience. We're playing on PC. PC, which now, it shouldn't be. Now... I well apparently it's been this way since 2019 yeah. and we just haven't learned yeah, our fucking lessons. We just, we just don't know better. Because <laughs> man, because when it does work, we're yeah. like, damn, this is the best way it's to play. It's the best it. way to play it when it works. So the first issue was at launch, and this wasn't just a PC issue. No, this was an everybody issue. When at launch, you wanted to get into a party of more than three, game crashed. And since the game is crossplay. I don't know how it performed on console, but I can tell you it crashed, sent us back to the desktop, made us reset our visual settings, asked if we wanted to send a report, which could take 15 to 20 minutes to send. Boy, howdy. It was quite frustrating. But I did expect the people who make Call of Duty to pick up on it, because this was just the first night. Mm -hmm. They were like, okay, yeah, we heard it. They fixed it within a day. Makes yeah. sense. Next big issue. Uh, the lobby issue. <laughs> yep. Sometimes we get stuck in a connecting loop where when you're searching for a game, you have your party members, you get, it says, here's your ping. Cool. We'll put you, we'll pair you up with people with similar ping issues. Perfectly fine. Hey, I want to join you guys. Sure. Extra friend number four. Come in connecting. The party leader then has to leave and then rejoin on his friends because it'll reset the search. This has not been addressed. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like maybe we're just the unfortunate souls on PC that deal with it. Either they're unaware or they don't know how to fix it yet. Yeah. So I, I have no idea. But it needs to be fixed. Vault owners were not getting their XP. Upon receiving the Vault Edition, you were supposed to get double XP. You were not getting that double XP. Oh my God. So I was sitting here. I thought I had it because I wasn't mathing right. But I forgot, I would just drink Mountain Dew and put the codes in. And then I was like, what are you talking about? Wait a minute. I sure don't have this many hours of double XP. They had to rectify it, and they're like, okay, if you own the Vault Edition, you get 10 hours, double weapon XP, double XP. There you go. Boy, how do I have it? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get it, man. I got to upgrade to it. Once that battle pass and everything comes out, I'm sitting on so much double XP yeah. just for the profile alone. I'm like, damn. I'm thinking God of War and the Vault Edition upgrade. <laughs> the next big point, there's still some UI issues. <sighs> this UI. 
it's rough. It's in the campaign. It's not that bad Mm-mm. because it's just you start it, you play it, you're good to go. It's literally when you're playing the main mode of the game, which is multiplayer. It just fall. It just starts falling apart. Yeah. It's so confusing to navigate, like your friend system, your party. It's super navigate. It's super confusing to navigate, like the weapon system, because the way it's laid out is you get one weapon. Uh, one weapon base and from that weapon base you're supposed to get like 20 levels to get the attachments for it and then it moves you on to like a next weapon base as a part of that tree and so on and so forth navigating that tree is still a cumbersome asshole it's a lot easier than it was on before when we first played it because you could go up and down and it makes sense this time but for some reason i don't know if you've tried to do this but if you like go down say say i'm like on the m16 platform which Mm. is part of the m4 platform for those who don't know I go to the M16, I zoom in to see, all right, what am I going to unlock next? I scroll over, screen stops. But then I try to scroll back, screen don't move. I've, I've come across this, yes. It is so annoying. Um, and I don't know what I do different to make it work after. I, I've learned how to make it work. How if does it doesn't it? do that, you back out, go to the first platform, zoom in, then down, down, and then you can go back to where you're at. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. What? It's bad UI. <laughs> it's real bad UI. Honestly, the entire platform system, I, I, it's it's cool giving you so much diversity in the different weapons. There's a lot. I really like, I really like how it's set up because before you would pick like an M4 and you'd have 55, 60 levels, and it feels like, damn, I'm just leveling up this gun for days. Mm-hmm. Now you have like 20 levels. Oh, okay. And then you go and play another weapon to get more stuff for your M4. Now, some people don't like this because what if they only want to play this one gun? You know, variety is the spice of life. So I recommend branching out a little bit. So it does get you to be a little more adventurous, but it makes it a lot easier to level up those guns, get what you want. And then the same can be applied for the camo system where you have four camos for your gun. Once you unlock them, they unlock on every platform. I really enjoy this system. I think... The system and the explanation is hella confusing. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem with it. it, is not the system itself, it's the way it's presented to me. It's super confusing. I, I have to explain it to people because I put so much time in it. I'm like, okay, this is how this works. Yeah, like I would need some kind of big ass chart on my wall in front of me to be able to remember what I'm working towards for which gun. Yeah, <laughs> there's a reason why I only stick with one gun at a time. I, I pick a gun and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I get, I max it out and I'm like, they if just, I didn't get the camos, then I'm getting the camos now. And then you just move to the next platform and then on I, it? Or do you I just, just pick a different weapon. Different I probably weapon. should just move to the next platform, but I'll go from like an M4 and then be like, great, I'm going to go to this X12 pistol. Great, I'm going to the Pila. Okay. My dumb ass will not sit still on one thing. And it's like yeah. whatever just comes close naturally to me. Like, yeah, I'm working on the cast-off because I really enjoy the cast-off, which is basically this game is AK-47. Which is uh, funny because there's like three versions of the cast. Yeah, and I'm using, I maxed out version one. I'm on version two. Love version two. Got a scope for it that I love so much. It's making life so much easier. Uh, and so now I think that one's getting close to maxed out. And so then I'm like, okay, do I go to like the next one after that? Do I switch guns? There's so many options. I, mean, I like the amount of options. I do. Yeah. I just want it presented to me better. Uh, another UI issue I have is when you do pop XP, it doesn't show up. Doesn't show up. People are people are also complaining about that because there's no timer that's in game for it. It's really confusing because I don't know why they don't have that, especially when the last three games did have that. 
Like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Not to, there's like other things too, yes. aside from the UI. Like there's no hardcore mode on launch. It is coming with the Warzone update because some people really want it. And I was just like, why? But I guess I forget that some people really like to just have one shot. But I don't get it because time to kill in this game is extremely fucking quick. Very quick. It doesn't, it's like, I don't, why do you want hardcore? You're going to die quick anyway. It's, you're literally limiting yourself and you're making it easier for people to want to camp. Pretty people much. camp as is now because, you know, especially if you play like team deathmatch, like the game we played the other night on the huge map and the open area, uh, there were so many people just camping. Yeah. They were just like, well, it's TDM. I don't really have to move. You have to find me. We have snipers. So why would we do that? I was like, you're not going to be camping when I'm here, bitch. And I made sure of that. And I came in and I found their asses. I popped dead silence and I was like, oh, there you are. Not today, friend. Not today. Not a fucking day. Um, yeah, another issue. Whenever you're a... You don't get a chance to ever do anything in the pregame lobbies. Uh, because the game keeps freezing up so much when trying to connect to a match. Yeah, I don't know if it's a console issue. PC issue has had... It's just some optimization issues. And... I feel like you need to dig deeper. I think I saw something on a thread where somebody was like, yeah, just replace this file with this and it'll work better because it just needs to be rewritten. I don't remember what it is. I'd have to link you. But like at one point I had like bad stuttering issues. Like every time I'd be running, eventually it would like stutter step and then I'd be back into the game. It's gotten me killed a lot. Like it's nuts because neither of us have rigs that are like underpowered for this game. No, I have at this point like a medium to high rig. I mean, it's not like a 30 series. I have a 2080 Super, but it's still... A 2080 Super is about as powerful as like a 3060. Yeah, it's it's still a totally competent graphics card. Yeah. Uh, the processor I have is was, was top of the line as a 2019. Uh, it's still not in slouch. Uh, I can tell you my processor is worse than yours. Not by a whole lot, but it's worse than yours. Technically, on paper. Like, it's not... Like it's and not I don't have near... I don't have the crashing issues he does. Yeah. I got the updates and I was like, cool. I, I told him, I was like, you know, I know the reason because it's, he has a Ryzen CPU. I don't know what it is, but he has the Ryzen CPU and I don't. And we play the same shit. And for some reason, he always has problems. I never have problems. He has a better rig than I do because his CPU is better. I just don't have problems. Intel is made for gaming PCs. I've learned that. Ryzen is better for performance and like just straight raw editing, which is weird because sometimes if you've noticed on one of the episodes, it looked like shit. That wasn't because of the software he was using. That was the actual issue. But it took forever to render, and that's because of the Ryzen. Some of the yeah, some of these episodes may be coming out late uh, because sometimes my computer just doesn't like to render the first time correctly. Uh, I don't know what's happening with my computer. <laughs> like I know my main render machine is worse. It's worse than his. Uh, it's out of date. You know, I could use a I could use a bountiful upgrade. Is what I'll call it. But it still outperforms his in terms of video editing. And I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I know one reason is because I, every graphics update, I switched it over to studio mode instead of just the normal one. Which is, like, different because it's supposed to be meant and designed specifically for people who are doing, like, editing. But because you're using a multi-purpose computer, you have to put the other one. Mm. But either way, it what the fuck? It shouldn't matter. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, my personal, I guess, performance issues with Call of Duty aside. When, when we get to play... I think, because now that we've kind of addressed, like, the, the elephant in the room, which is some of this, the, the issues, 
that they're always slowly procedurally like trying to correct. That's yeah, the one thing should, I have to state. Yeah, it should be said that they are working constantly with fixes and updates and everything on the game. They're not just letting it. Yeah, know. they're not letting it simmer for a while and saying, here's a patch. No, these people know that they're going to have issues because there's so many variables in place, especially for PC. And even more so because you have a game that's that big, that huge. Yeah. That it has crossplay. You have to just try to get everything to kind of line up as best as possible to make everything work and gel together. Yeah, and a timeline of three years to make it. Yeah. So, you know, which is why I am, again, hopefully when this deal goes through, we this, this is the last COD for, this is, there's no COD next year. I know, it's great. So, like, they can actually give room for these games to actually be developed and, and bug tested and, and everything, like, beforehand. There still will be launch issues. This is the way online games work. Yeah. But I'm hoping it's at least smoother and cleaner than this. Yeah. The biggest thing to say with the game, though, is that for the time frame that I've played it, I thoroughly enjoy it. I still do. I think that I enjoy this more than 2019. And I know a lot of people have been complaining on Twitter. I'm always in the Twitterverse now because once I start looking at Call of Duty stuff, everything starts flooding back in. So a lot of like pro players are very upset because they don't like the movement. They think the movement is sluggish and they miss slide canceling and all this. I say good riddance. Yeah, no, I'm fine with the way it feels right now. Somebody made a very uh, apropos tweet, is what I'd like to call it, where some where they was like, here's the fan base. We love Modern Warfare 2's movement system and we love that game to death, right? Mm -hmm. They released Modern Warfare 2 in 2022. Oh God, we hate the movement. Bring back slide canceling. It was like fucking Call of Duty players. It is literally exactly how COD players are. They say they want something, they get it, they hate it. They are they're the hardest to please audience on the planet. Yeah. Because they always it seems like well, it's because the vocal minority is much louder than the people who actually care and like it a lot. Because people will play it and they're not gonna stop playing it, even if they fucking hate it. It's just the people who wanna be like angry about it are somehow the loudest. Yeah, I guess I should say, yeah, with all my bitching, um, at the end of the day, the reason I'm, I'm bitching so much is because I am having fun playing it. I want to keep having fun playing it. That's where everything gets so frustrating for me. Yeah, I'm, ha <laughs> I'm having a blast playing it. I think there's only one map I don't like, and that literally is the highway. And I think everybody, everybody hates it. <laughs> everybody is pretty much. There are some outliers out there, you weirdos, but, every <laughs> but everybody I'm is looking at you, Dismo. <laughs> This yeah. motherfucker, I literally watched his YouTube video the other night, and he was like, yeah, I think there's only one map I don't like, and he didn't say the, the highway map, and I'm like, he's fucking insane. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, there's no way. He was like, yeah, I think it's just farm, and I'm like, Pfft. I mean, I'm not a big fan of farm either. I, I have, I've grown to appreciate pretty much every map except the highway map, because, and I've mentioned this with so many people before, I was like, Vanguard didn't have too many standout maps that I really, really liked. Except for like the small little like city map that they made a DLC map later on. Mm -hmm. I really like that map. That's a fun map. That was a fun <sighs> map. Shipment. <laughs> Which is, I mean. The shipment. The shipment. So I expect to I, see shipment again at some point. In this yeah. Game. I can't even think of Vanguard maps off the top of my head that I was like, damn, this was really fun. I just was like, eh, it's tolerable. It, Vanguard was like 2019 with exploding walls. Or Modern Warfare 2019 with exploding walls. And I was like, I, it was really cumbersome because you just get shot. And he was like, damn, that's crazy. And you, then you'd just be hard to deal with. Cold War, I can't even think of that many maps. Because every time I played Cold War, 
I was either having a great time or a fucking terrible time. It was no in between for me. It was like the first initial map that I can think of off the top of my head was the kind of farm map with a tall grass and they had to nerf the tall grass. Oh yeah, because people were just vanishing that shit. Yeah, and yeah, I, I was explaining right. this to Todd. He was like, I don't remember this map. I'm like, oh, if you saw it, you'd be like, oh yeah, this map. Because the moment you crouched, you were gone. You were gone, yeah. They had to nerf it to the point where it's like, you have to go prone, and then you'll be pretty much like, damn near naked eye. But I'm just like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, Cold War has some decent stuff to it, because I feel like Treyarch doesn't really make bad maps, but they don't make exceptional maps all the time. Perfectly fine. 2019 had a lot of maps that I fucking hated, though. And it was primarily because it was a lot of negative space in a map. It was like, yeah, here's a lot of functionality that you can use in this map, but there's no reason for any of the extra space. Yeah, and it, they were also, a lot of us were relying on a lot of doors. A lot of interior. So many exterior. doors. It was doors, 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 yeah, doors, doors. were popping out out of just anywhere. And I noticed this game, there's still doors in it, but it's a lot less. It's like, so it's, it's toned fewer. down by so much. Thank God. And that's great. But the biggest problem right now is speaking on maps. There isn't a map in the game that was in the beta, and it's called Museum. And Museum was a fun map to me. I played it like twice. So I don't remember much of it. Exactly. <laughs> because it came up in rotation late. And Museum was fun. It was bright. You could it had a lot of different interesting pathways for it. I liked it. And it's not in the game. Why is it not in the game, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. They didn't get permission from the people at the museum to use their building for their video game. So they were told, don't put that in the game. Ah, okay. Then come to find out the hotel map that's in the game, they did the same thing. So the hotel map may be leaving. That is so weird. Like, How does a company this fucking big do the same thing twice? I don't know what the rules are for this. I. I, th I assume you would get permission to have the likeness of a location. I that's, believe that's, that's all specific. you. I believe that's what you have to do. So that means that they didn't do it, <laughs> which is so bizarre. But yet, and still, they made the map. <laughs> like what? Like that is crazy. And if they, if, they, if, they, if that map leaves, then there's two less. Another map we don't have. And which I is like the maybe, problem? Maybe they'll replace them with other maps. They'd have to replace them content. quickly. That's the problem, though, is that because these maps. The first off, the museum map they already had rid of, got rid of. You can already feel that the map rotation needs more. It's like, damn, I'm playing a lot of the same maps over and over. Mm -hmm. You play a lot of multiplayer, you really notice it. If you're just very casual, you're just kind of like dealing with it. But in, once you get to the point where it's like, I'm already max level, and it's been about a week after release, I'm like, damn, I play the same maps over and over and over again. You go into a sense of like, damn, I've played Hotel a good number of times. I think it's fine at first because you get adapted to the maps and you understand them. If you take away that map, you really start to feel the repetition start setting in. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, damn, you really are missing out on the content. Yeah. And I know multiplayer design is not particularly the easiest thing to do because if you make a map, you have to make the rules for everything. Spawn locations, the flag locations, objective locations, the borders, boundaries, the highs, lows, everything about the map. And still make it unique and creative. They need to rush that shit out. If they have if they have maps that are planned for the future, yeah, they need to soon, put yeah. something out ASAP. Because you're losing maps because your company has failed. Or remove them and then go and get the goddamn licenses, you idiots. <laughs> yeah, get the permission from the place to keep the map in the game. Like, hey, we're sorry, we apologize. Can we please use this map? Here's a settlement fee. Oh, man, I don't... 
It's that, ridiculous that to me. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that that was a thing. This is the first time I've ever heard of something like that. But the game is fun. Yes, it, there's issues. Some weapons feel a little more overpowered. The spawns are still wonky at times. Yes. And I think that's just a Call of Duty signature trait at this point, it feels like. But I know it'll get rectified. I know they'll work on these things. Especially, like, weapons tuning and stuff like that. There was issues with, like, the game crashing due to weapon tuning or some weapons not working. Yep. They had to remove took the, it the feature entirely. But they, they brought it back, though. Yeah, it's back in now. But and did I... you know about God Mode? No. There's a glitch with, uh, what is it? The Riot Shield and a VTOL. And it'll make the person invincible. Huh. I don't know if this has been removed yet, but I saw a video clip of this dude trying to knife somebody. He had the God Mode glitch. He he knifed him like nine times. He just didn't die. What the fuck? It's it's a problem. I don't know how to execute the glitch. I know it's ridiculous, but I know it can happen. The same thing with the... Oh, what is it? The sniper and bipod glitch, where I think if you go prone or mount or something with a bipod on like a piece of terrain that's not even or something like that, you'll go flying into the air. Oh, is that what I kept seeing the other day? People going like 30, 40 feet in the air. Yeah. It was raining men. It was just coming down. It's, it's quite ridiculous. It's funny. It makes for some interesting trick shot videos. But right now, it is like, damn, that's a stupid glitch. Yeah, I saw the guy out the air like that. See? <laughs> if you're not skilled enough, then there ain't no point for you doing it. <laughs> so I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to get that removed as quickly as possible, too. But the multiplayer is fun. Yeah, I find it enjoyable. This is when it's when everything's working and firing on all cylinders and everything is as it should be. Is one of the best filling shooters I've ever played. The right. the connections are really stable. I haven't had any issues with crossplay whatsoever. I think the guns do feel pretty solid for a first person shooter. I feel like movement is exactly what I want it. Yeah. I feel like it's new and similarly and it's new and old at the same time. Like, I'm a fan of the older style Call of Duty. I just wish that it was Infinite Sprint. This game has Infinite Sprint. It, I mean, the footsteps are still loud, so you shouldn't tactical sprint all the fucking time. But it's not like how it was where everybody was sliding every fucking word. Slide is still in the game, but it's not crazy. Yeah, it's nerfed, uh, but quite a bit. And, you know, just the, the way everything is paced. Now I'm learning more about how, you know, these games play and the pacing that you got to play them at and stuff like that. Like, just everything, the way everything works together, it works really well. Audio is really good. Um, you know, like... A little too good at times. Sometimes too, it's just a little too fucking loud. A little too loud. Those helicopters and shit. Uh, yikes. Screaming people running on that damn bridge. <gasps> but, you know, like, <gasps> I don't even know if I would call this a review. It was kind of a review in progress since this is such a... This is always going to be a review because yeah, the game right. is always perpetually trying yeah. to like keep up to date. But that's what happens. You make you you make a huge platform like Call of Duty where it has this total total package and it's going to be a service for you and put it all out. And neither of us have even touched the co-op yet. You know, we have not touched co-op. We had. I've been battle. meaning to because the co-op you beat the three things, you get three operators from it. Oh yeah, we should do that. Um, battle passes even now yet, so we don't know what that looks like. Store's not really up except for the Call of Duty endowment pack. Endowment. I think endowment, I think boobs. Anyway, <laughs> the boobs pack. You're right, titties running around the map. Um, and that's it. Also, the ca <laughs> I mean, I mentioned it in, in like passing before, but the camel grind in this game is fucking great. And I say that because it's so much easier. <laughs> before prior Call of Duties, you would have you would have one gun, you'd have 10 camos to unlock, and each camo would have like a challenge, like 2019, 100 mounted kills. 
50 long shots, 100 double kills. I was just like, this is going to be forever. Mm -hmm. This game, four camos per gun. Then you have the four mastery camos, your gold, platinum, polyatomic, and your Orion. And it's so much easier. <laughs> it's so much easier. It's so gratifying. The, the most difficult ones are probably just the launchers, to be honest with you. Yeah, because, you know, you got to... You can kill you can kill people with the launchers and it'll go towards it and that's fine. Uh, some of the challenges I think for it are either like get player kills or get score streak skill, uh, kills. I haven't like fully dived into because I only have one that's gold and that's the Pila, and that took fucking forever because I wasn't shooting people. I was shooting score streaks, and man, that was just rough. That was just actually rough. I started using the Strella. That gun sucks. It just, just <laughs> I shoot it at feet, and sometimes they die, and sometimes they just be like, damn, that hurt. I'd be like, why are you still up? <laughs> and then I get shot. Yeah. But I also found out XP for that happens if you just melee them with it. Oh. So I'll just go up, and I'm like, there's a dude. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> it works. Perfect. So it's funny, but, you know, that's an easy grind. There's one knife, one riot shield. The riot shield's always going to be annoying because... I mean, you could just use it as a passive and just put it on your back and people will just actively try to shoot at you, maybe. You get XP for that. You get XP for just equipping it. So, it'll happen. The camos on it look stupid, but hey, you can get it. If you want it. If you want all the camos, you gotta do it. So, I'm gonna do it. My Rye Shield's at level 2. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing it for a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Turtle Man. But yeah, I think the game is fun. I am almost certain that with Warzone 2 coming out in the 16th, that a lot of people are going to have their eyes on Call of Duty. I don't expect this game to win like any game of the year awards or anything like that. But I think, I think people will greatly appreciate it, especially because like we said, it's going to be on a two-year life cycle. So we have to anticipate that this game is only going to get better and better. The only complaint that I have, aside from the stuff we listed, is that the camo challenges, while being great, they are a little too easy. Somebody has already got Orion, like two or three people. Jesus Christ. These people don't sleep. Somebody said he, I think the one dude said, yeah, I did a 124-hour stream. Okay, that's just unhealthy. He, I don't know if he might have slept, but he, he started the stream, didn't stop, kept playing. Two days later, I think he got all gold, then got platinum. Then got Polyatomic and then Orion. The mad lads. Uh -uh. And they've already said the Orion Orion camo is supposed to move. So they're increasing the speed for it. And it still looks like it's not fast enough. So it's fine. They'll, I'm sure they're going to realize that more people want it to be a little faster. Because it barely looks like it moves. And uh, yeah. Hopefully they find a way to entice more players down the road. That's, that's my biggest thing. Multiplayer. I know Warzone's going to do well. It's going to be a free-to-play platform that's based off of the Modern Warfare 2 engine. That's not going to surprise me. What is going to surprise me is how they entice people to want to keep playing multiplayer instead of just, like, running to shoot stuff. Because while that is fun and new maps and new weapons, because I know that's going to happen, it's always good. Are you going to give players, like... Modes or something. New modes, mm -hmm. maybe more camos to unlock. Something, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty high on it so far. As long as I can keep my computer from exploding. Or he just gets another one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just throw this one out. 
I, put, I didn't say that. I just said get another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very it's a very plausible option that at some point Steve may just be like, I'm gonna get another computer. I am close. Just for games. I'm saying I'm close. Saying fuck it. He's like, yeah. you know that 4090. You know I don't, I don't mind losing a car. It's looking real. It's looking real good. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't been the micro center to tell if they even have 4090s in stock. I think they did. Holy crap. <laughs> I know they have 3080s in stuff. They have plenty of things in stock. I mean, it's a lot easier to get stuff now, but oh, I yeah, didn't know they, if they have the 4090s. I think they did. Good. I'd have to ask Barry to remember, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they got the 4090s in there. But yeah, uh, time will tell. Yeah. I, I expect we'll come back to Call of Duty and give updates over time, see how it's improved. And of course. Whatnot. Of course, Warzone, we'll talk about that when it comes out. Yeah, because I know we're going to spend time in that. You're going to spend some time in there, baby. We're going to pop off. We're going to show them what it's like to make the heat map. Probably next Probably next show, you'll hear us talk about co-op. If Warzone comes out before we do the show, then you'll hear our impressions of that. But you'll probably hear us talk about co-op at least because it's only three maps for co-op right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if they add more co-op down the line. I think it would be a nice inclusion to have something other than just run forward and shoot a motherfucker. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was rumored that zombies is coming. So PV PVP is always fun, but sometimes PVE is a nice little wind down. We did PVE and Overwatch. That was hell. <laughs> Never again. Never again. That just went on too long. We were just like, why are we still doing it? <laughs> no. And it, we still had 25 more levels. We were like, no. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, my hand. I'm still recovering. <laughs> Hands were just cramped for days. Oh God, it was it was painful. It was painful. I couldn't jack off for days, people. It was the one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just kidding. I can jack off just fine. So, what's your fucking pick of the week? On to our Game Pass pick of the week. Pick of the week. My Game Pass Pick of the Week is a lovely little side-scrolling game called Inside. It's from the creators of Limbo uh, back in the day as well. I believe they have a game um, coming out as well, but I just cannot remember the name of it at the moment. But Inside is a very strange, uh, it's kind of a quirky side-scroller. It doesn't really give you any like speech-driven narrative. You just kind of piece the story together as you go. Um, from level to level. The art design is very interesting, very atmospheric, uh, a little creepy, um, and uh, kind of leaves you questioning just what the fuck happened at the end, which uh, it's enjoyable. Like, we, I, we, we played it, we pl we started that game kind of just on a whim, and did not, I don't think we planned on beating it, but we just couldn't stop playing it. We were just like, let's keep going, let's get yeah. to the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Inside is definitely one of those games where if you've got a Game Pass, if you've got an Xbox, this is something you want to try. So yeah. definitely play inside. My Game Pass pick of the week is Record of Lotus War Deedlift in Wonder Labyrinth. I know you will not remember the name of that. Just look up Record of Lotus War. It's probably easier. Just Or just scroll through Game Pass till you see some anime elf bitch. <laughs> um, <it's laughs> looks can be deceiving. I didn't know what the hell I was picking. I just said, you know, let's try something that looks interesting. And it ended up, it ended up being a Metroidvania type of game. I really enjoy it. I think it's very interesting. If you've played Ikaruga, you know, there's a light system and a dark system. Guess what? This game also has that mixed with a Metroidvania style. You go around and collect different magical abilities, different weapons, and there's puzzles to solve for advancement. There's an ongoing plot. It's literally like Symphony of the Night. Not as good as Symphony of the Night so far, but I haven't beat it, so I can't, like, give full judgment. I just do think the game is pretty fun. And I think it's a nice little 
wind downish type of game nice little puzzle nice little atmosphere the combat's not bad if you're into the metroidvania style games and it has an interesting like look to it as well it's it's not 2.5d but it's not 3d either and it's not like it's really pixelated but like really high quality pixels but not like muramasa mm -hmm. <laughs> it's good looking though it's it's pretty good looking and it's not bad so give it a shot if you're into those type of games if not then I guess just go a fuck off and play Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll go on to the final bit of the show. All right. Steve failed. I shit the bed last time. And he's going to fail again. Guess that game. Because I Character? refuse to... It's game. Because I refuse to let Steve get any chance of winning. Mm. So we got one minute on the clock. <laughs> Steve, are you ready? No, but sure. Great. And yeah. begin. Um, uh, is th was this a console exclusive? Nope. Okay. Um, is this a uh, recent game? Nope. Okay. Um, is the main is there a singular main character? Yes. Okay. Uh, is it a platformer? Actually, no, it's a singular main character, but yes, the platformer. Okay. Uh, main platformer with more than one character. Uh, is th was this a game from the uh, 360 era? Yep. Okay, um, is this a, is the main character humans? Nope. Um, is this game, oh boy, whew, is the main character wore a hat? No. Um, is there shooting? Sadly. <laughs> Only a little bit, go on. <laughs> um, oh god, platformer, um, Oh boy, is it teen rated? No, it's not. I had to remember the rating. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it is. I'm gonna give you one more question because I fucked up giving you an answer and it took up time frame. Okay, this is very important. Um, is it level based or open world? Usually, these are supposed to be yes or fuck, no fuck, questions. That's right. That's right. Okay. Is it, is, it, is it level based? Yes. With shit shooting. But it's not the primary thing. <laughs> mm mm. I mean, there's more than one mm -hmm. protagonist. Mm hmm. The fuck is this? <laughs> um. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're going to be real upset. <laughs> You're killing me. I am. Smalls. Um, I am killing you. That's my intention. Oh, god damn it. Oh, um, I'm just going to throw us out. Uh, fucking Army of Two? No. Army of Two's not a platformer. Oh, it is. It's a shooter. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> That's not a platformer in the slightest. Jesus. You ready to be? You ready to be upset at this? Edge. You're, shut up! You ready, ready to be upset? What is it? Sonic 06. I fucking hate you. You know why? Because Shadow shoots a gun in that game too. For some oh, does point. he? I know. <laughs> I never made it to the Shadow stuff. I know. <laughs> you play with Shadow? Yes. <laughs> you get to play with Sonic, Silver, and Shadow because they all have their own perspectives. At one point, Shadow does get a gun, and yes, it's still bad. Man, Sonic Frontier is gonna be good. He's wet. Silver is fucking. God awful. Oh, he's awful, yes. He's I've seen so, he does not move fast. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's so God damn bad. it. 
Oh, that game stinks. It's no <laughs> use. <laughs> I gotta take a shit. Here, let me give you the game. Out of anger. <laughs> I'm so pissed. It's really bad. It's a really bad game on purpose. But Is there a shooting in it? That's why I was like, sadly. Fucking hell. <laughs> take us home. Alrighty. Well, if you liked what you heard or listened to, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell to stay up to date whenever we go live with other additional content. Whatever the hell that is. Ooh, that one felt weird. Oh, <laughs> I just cracked my finger. It went up to the tip of my fucking fingernail. <laughs> Ooh, that felt weird. Oh, time to cut that hand off. Uh, but yeah, and if you're an audio listener, be sure to check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. See, I remember it. Normally, I'd let him do it, but I was like, I can run down it like pow, 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 pow. And with that said, Steve, you got anything left to say to the people? Zip, zap, zabity, bop. Cool. <laughs> it's no use. You have a good evening. Or good morrow. Get the hell out. What the hell? <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Why did the timer start again? <laughs>